Shalom, Salam, Namaste, Peace, Greetings. This is Harlem University Radio uh, coming to you live on Tuesday, June 21st, 2022 at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. And I'm Naeem Abdurafi. And uh, feedback, go to landing page 607-206-9720.com, 607-206-9720.com. So, uh, tonight, well, before I get to tonight's show, I want to share with you our description, what it is we do here. We, that is you and I, we study history to find humanity, what was, is, and can be. We write history, memoirs in particular, to find ourselves. So we're encouraging the reading of what should be read and encouraging the writing of what should be written. And we are Harlem University, and that's the Harlem U mission. Harlem University professors share history they are writing or reading. You are invited to join the faculty. No degree necessary. Just uh, arrange to join the show to do some history reading or to share with the audience uh, the work that you're doing on your on your memoir. All right. So our reading will be fairly short. We're going to be dealing with what I call the dawn of the dark ages. We're moving into the middle ages called the dark ages by some. And uh, we are as we have been, I'm reading from uh, the textbook On the Road to Civilization, a World History, published in 1936. Uh, the authors, Professors Albert Kerr Heckel and James G. Sigmund, and the publisher, John C. Winston Company, Philadelphia. Again, On the Road to Civilization, A World History, uh, 1936. So, we're in Unit 6 of the textbook. And um, what the authors say there is uh, Unit 6, Transition from Ancient to medieval civilization. And the aim of the unit is to illuminate the so-called Dark Ages in which there was a fusion of races that produced new states and languages. Uh, just taking place during what is, is known as the feudal, feudal period. There's a preview. It's actually an, an overview 
of what is to come in the next uh, maybe uh, maybe maybe three shows. Preview. In the seventh century, another new religion came out of the east, beginning beginning in Arabia. Mohammedanism spread with amazing speed. By the aid of the sword, it first swept those eastern lands which had cradled civilization, then turned it turned to winning its way uh, into Western Europe. It threatened the destruction of the Christian church until the Arabs were finally checked by the Franks. However, these Mohammedan Arabs established themselves in Spain, where they remained for eight centuries, developing a noble civilization which made important contributions to human progress in the realm of learning and industry. The Franks who checked the Mohammedan advance into Europe were the most important of the Germanic tribes to establish a kingdom in the disrupted Roman Empire. The Franks became Christians and made an alliance with the church, which enormously strengthened both the Frankish kingdom and the papacy. In 880, Charlemagne, greatest of the Franks and one of the greatest men in history, was crowned Emperor of the Romans that is the Holy Roman Empire. This revived, in theory, the Roman Empire in the West. But Charlemagne's worthiest or most worthy accomplishment was his restoration of order and his revival of learning and civilization in the West. We, we, we might say, I'm adding something here, that the, the truly dark period was that period um, before Charlemagne and before his father, uh, and and the you know the fall of the empire in the West, um, into the sixth century, I guess we'd say, um, maybe the end of the fifth century. The successors of Charlemagne were weak, and shortly after his death, his empire was broken up. Western Europe returned to several centuries of disorder and confusion known as the feudal age. F-E-U-D-A-L, feudal age. Feudalism presents a picture of a new social system. It was a practical and essential scheme for, for providing to society the security and protection which emperors and kings were no longer able to give and without which Europe would have returned to barbarism. Europe became a a patchwork of hundreds of feudal states, each of which was ruled by a a duke or a count or baron. These were constantly at war with one another. But although feudalism was a necessary attempt to preserve order, it was, uh, after all, only a makeshift and gradually gave way to a new and more effective governmental arrangement, nationalism. You will be interested to see how centralized authority developed out of feudal chaos. Uh, 
The western fragment of Charlemagne's empire, which came to be called France, was the first of the feudal states to establish political unity and become a nation. The English kings were likewise successful in creating a strong centralized government. But royal absolutism in England was, was checked by the Magna Carta and the establishment of a parliament, which led the way to a recognition of the right of the people to share in government. So now we begin the chapter. And as, as I said, I'm, I'm going to be reading this, uh, and, and it's all de- devoted to Islam. So I'll be reading this quickly so that I can comment uh, a bit on what I've read. Uh, <laughs> I, I read this with some difficulty, but I'm going to get through it and then get back and comment on some of it. And uh, I'm hopeful that there are um, some Muslims, like myself, I'm a Muslim, uh, in the audience who who will want to um, respond to some of the things that are said here. Um, But I will just respond uh, just a little. Okay. Okay. So, a new religion out of Arabia. There are three great missionary religions, Buddhism, Mohammedanism, and Christianity. The two most energetic are Christianity and Mohammedanism. The founder of the one was the lowly Nazarene. The founder of the other was an unlearned Arab camel driver in the 7th century. uh, uh, Camel driver. In the 7th century, When a spiritual empire was being built in Europe by the popes for the religion of Jesus, another force, both spiritual and political, was being created in far-off Arabia by a religious genius, Muhammad. Arabia at the beginning of the 7th century. Arabia is a vast desert, desert peninsula, lying between the Red Sea and the Persian Gulf. It is a land of intense heat and small rainfall with little fertile soil except in narrow strips along the sea. The only cities of importance in the days of Muhammad were Mecca and Medina. The inhabitants of Arabia were a Semitic people whom we call Arabs. Uh, They were nomads of the desert whose migrations, as we have learned, played a large part in the history of the ancient world. The Arabs were also called Saracens, meaning Eastern, or according to some, children of the desert. In the 7th century, they still had nothing but a tribal organization, with no regular government, uh, even in their towns. Their religion was most primitive, a a mixture of magic and star worship, Each tribe had its own deity. Although Mecca was a sacred place to all tribes and all believed in a single creator and supreme God, Allah, here in Mecca was the Kaaba, a small square temple which housed over 300 idols of the tribes and especially a black stone which had fallen from heaven and was held sacred by all. Now, the stone is not actually housed in the Kaaba. 
Pilgrims from every part of Arabia visited this shrine in Mecca and, and, and brought much revenue to the city. Topic, Rise of Muhammad. Muhammad was born in A.D. 570. As a boy, he suffered from a nervous disease which unfitted him for any work except the despised occupation of shepherd. At 25, he became a camel driver for the rich widow Khadija, whom he later married. Her wealth brought him social position and leisure, but the nervous disease of his childhood asserted itself again, and he thought himself possessed of an evil spirit. He had dreams and heard voices and, and, and sometimes fell into trances and lay as one dead. He was driven to such desperation that he contemplated suicide. Then a voice came, which he took to be that of the archangel Gabriel. It ordered him to preach. He felt that he was commissioned by Allah to be his prophet. Uh, Arabia at that time was in a religious ferment. Many people were losing their faith in idols. Some were coming to believe in a future life. A few believed in a divine system of rewards and punishments. There were conversions to Judaism and to Christianity. Muhammad had long thought on religion, and he could not escape the influence of these new religious ideas. Topic, teachings of Muhammad. He began his preaching of this simple doctrine. There is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his prophet. The dead are to be raised, the good rewarded, the wicked punished. Man must pray, must give to the poor, must be truthful and honest and faithful. When he, pe- when he preached to the people of Mecca, he met with scorn and ridicule, and his converts were few. Then he began to denounce idolatry, and the scorn of his enemies was turned to hate. For to destroy, for to destroy the worship of idols in, in the Kaaba meant destruction of, of, of the prophets uh, which came from pilgrimages to this sacred place. Despite this prejudice, many pilgrims from the neighboring city of Medina were converted by Muhammad. And, and there followed a renunciation of idol worship at Medina. <clears throat> Topic, the Hijra, spelled here H-E-G-I-R-A. Persecution of Muhammad and his followers became more and more severe. And when Muhammad discovered a plot to kill him, he fled from Mecca to his friends in Medina. This flight occurred in A.D. 622 and is called the Hijra. It marks the birth of a new religion. And until after the World War, the year AD 622 was the year was the year one in the Mohammedan calendar. The Hijra brought not only a change in the fortunes of Muhammad, but unfortunately in his character as well. While at Mecca he was a man of gentleness and humility. At Medina, he began to preach the gospel of the sword. Before his death in 632, the whole of Arabia, including the city of Mecca, had been subdued and converted 
to the new religion. Topic, faith of Islam. This religion, the Arabs called Islam, that is, submission. Like Judaism and Christianity, the other two great religions given to the world by the Semitic branch of the Caucasian race, Islam is monotheistic. There is only one God, the merciful, the compassionate. It is also fatalistic. The destiny of everyone is predetermined. Islam imposed five duties, reciting the Kalima, there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is his prophet, prayer, fasting, giving of alms, or charity, and pilgrimage to Mecca. The belief includes uh, ideas of an afterlife, a paradise for the faithful, a hell for those of other religions, and for idol worshipers and hypocrites. It prohibits gambling, drinking wine, or eating pork, and it insists upon certain moral practices as a governing power in life. Topic. The Quran. The Mohammedan Bible is the Quran. It consists of the sayings of Muhammad and is supposed to have come to him by direct dictation from heaven. The book contains many of the characters and events of the Christian Bible, such as the stories of Adam and Eve, Noah, uh, and the flood, Abraham, Isaac, Lot, Moses, Joseph, John the Baptist, and Jesus. Certain righteous acts are commanded by in the Quran, and it has a great body of moral precepts. Muhammad at first recognized the law of the Jews, or the Torah, and the gospel of the Christians, gospel of Jesus, along with the Quran as divine revelations. But later, he put the Quran in a place by itself. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll stop there. And uh, this has been a bit difficult for me. I am a Muslim. I'm a convert to Islam. And had uh, this been presented to me back when I became a Muslim, uh, as, as, as being uh, actual fact, I would not be a Muslim today. Yeah. Most of this is um, uh, half-truth, and uh, there's, a, there's a good deal of actual falsehood. So I'm going to spend just a little time, because I, I, I would really prefer <clears throat> that someone... Uh, familiar who, who, who can come on and, and read from um, uh, you know from some text uh, and, and, and read uh, the actual history of, uh, of of Islam. So I'm going to go back and, and, and point out some things here. I'll start with the last paragraph, the Quran, the Mohammedan Bible. Okay, so first of all, Mohammedan is is not a term that it is not a proper term. Okay, uh, uh, it would be the Muslim Bible. Okay, Muslims are not Mohammedans. Okay, but I, I understand where the term comes from. Um, it and it it is okay. The Quran, the Mohammedan Bible, is the Quran. Okay, uh, it consists of the sayings 
of Muhammad. Not true, not true, not true. The sayings are from God, okay? And it's supposed to have come to him by direct dictation from heaven. <clears throat> not true. Uh, the contents of the Quran came to Muhammad uh, by dictation from the angel Gabriel, not from God directly. Uh, it, 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 of course, it had been dictated to Gabriel. Okay. The book contains many of the characters and events of the Christian Bible, uh, such as the stories of Adam and Eve and Noah and flood, the flood, Abraham, Isaac, Lot, Moses, Joseph, John the Baptist, and Jesus. Yes, it does. Uh, certain righteous acts are commanded by the in the Quran, and it has a great body of moral precepts. Well, of course it would. You know, uh, it is a book from God. The precepts are for our guidance. Muhammad at first recognized the Torah of the Jews or, and, and, and the gospel of the Christians, along with the Quran, as divine revelations. But later, he put the Quran in a place by, by itself. Well, he, he did no putting at all. Um, God um, discusses Torah and discusses the Gospels uh, and, and, and says of, of, of those, uh, those scripture uh, that they are from him, but what is extant of them is, uh, is, 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 is inaccurate. And the Quran corrects the inaccuracies and adds things that have been lost and so forth. So it's not, not a matter of, you know, my book is better than your book. That's, no. So let's go back to uh, the paragraph before. This religion the Arabs called Islam. No, God gives the name of the religion in the Quran. He calls it Islam. He gives it he gives the religion that name. And yes, it does mean submission. And 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 prior to that time it was called the you know the religion of Muhammad. So thus we do, you know, I can understand the development of the uh Mohammedanism uh, uh title. But the, the name of the religion is Islam and the name was, is, is given to the belief system by God. It says, like Judaism and Christianity, the other two great religions given to the world by the Semitic, Semitic branch of the Caucasian race, Islam is monotheistic. That is true. There is only one God, the merciful, the compassionate. That is true. It is also fatalistic. The destiny of everyone predetermined. That is not true. It is clearly not true uh, as, as uh, in the Quran. And it is not true in Christianity, but because, and, 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 and in Judaism, you know, the Torah, uh, but uh, because those books have lost, you know, uh, some things, 
people can make the argument that uh, um, you know make a make an argument for pre predetermination and and predestiny and 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 fatalism. You cannot make such an argument based on the Quran. Okay, there is no such thing as uh, as as uh, predetermination. Okay, what there is is the knowledge that God has. He knows everything, and his knowledge is not bound by time. Time is a creation of God, okay? So, yes, um, if if there is an end for you, uh, you know, in, in, in punishment, he knows that. If there is an end for you in paradise, he knows about those ends. You choose which way you go. You're not forced to go in either direction. So what we're talking about when people talk about uh, predetermination and, and predestination is 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 uh, akin, but is not is akin to what we have in Islam, which is called the qadr of Allah, the command of Allah. All, 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 all events are known by God. Okay? The future, the past, the present, all of this is known. Okay. So, Let's go up, and I'm going to be done with this in three or four minutes. I don't want to go through the entire thing. Uh, persecution of Muhammad and his followers became more and more severe, and when Muhammad discovered a plot to kill him, he fled from Mecca to his friends in Medina. Well, the city to which he fled was not known at, as Medina at the time. It was known as Yathrib, you know, the oasis. Uh, it it became known as Medina. Medina means city. Okay. Uh, at some point, and I don't know when, Yathrib became known as the city because because of its growth. Okay, uh, as a result of the Hijra. Um, so this flight occurred in. Uh, okay, so Hijra in the in the text is defined as flight. And actually, it uh, it means emigration, uh, but flight as a translation uh, is is acceptable. <clears throat> it marks the birth of a new religion. Mm, it's uh, there, there, there's a sense in which uh, we should not call Islam a new religion. Okay, uh, it, it is simply the uh, you know the continuation of the scripture, uh, that, not the scripture, but the guidance that God has given to man, starting with Adam and Eve. Okay. So, and um, it's, the, it's, the, it's the guidance that um, uh, the, the people of Noah that were drowned, it's the guidance that they lost. And then it's the guidance that uh, Noah uh, took with him, you know, you know, from the ark, and and so on and so on. So it's not really a new religion. 
Uh, and until after the World War, that is World War One, because remember the, the date of this is uh, uh, 1936. After the World War, the year uh, AD 622 was the year was the year one in the again Mohammedan calendar, the Muslim calendar. Well, it's still the year, it's still year one. Okay, um, but of course we do use uh, you know wor- worldwide. Uh, everyone uses the the Gregorian calendar. Uh, so uh, in the Islamic world, both calendars are used. Okay. The Hijra brought not only a change in the fortunes of Muhammad, uh, but unfortunately his character as well. Well, this is an outright <laughs> falsehood. Nothing happened to his character. Um, he resisted for a good many years, uh, even after he, even after uh, uh, the, you know, the hijra. He resisted uh, retaliation, uh, you know, against you know the savage persecution, you know, by his his kinsmen, the the um, uh, the Meccans, you know. The creation, you know, his tribe, the leading tribe. He resisted that until God gave him the command to fight. Okay? Uh, and, of course, that, that command came to him from Gabriel, by way of Gabriel. While at Mecca, it says, he was a man of gentleness and humility. At Medina, he began to preach the gospel of the sword. There's no such thing as the gospel of the sword. Um, uh, The the Muslim uh, battles, certainly at the time of Muhammad and his immediate followers, the, the, the caliphs, those battles were always defensive. Always defensive. So there was no conversion by the sword. Uh, uh, there's a, uh, if we go on to the next section, which we're not going to do, uh, that there is a discussion of the options given to those people conquered. You know, that is, you either accept Islam or or you pay tribute or you were uh, allowed freedom for a certain amount of time, and then if you were found, you were, you were killed. Okay? Oh, so that is, uh, uh, and, and that's all political necessity. These were people who were attacking the Muslims. They were subdued. And these, these are your options. This is a po- political necessity. Um, <clears throat> there's one other thing I want to point out that's uh, really an egregious. Um, give me a second, and then, we're, then we are done.
Gospel of the Sword. Okay. Well, let's go down here. I don't find it. Okay. All right. Many people were losing their faith in idols. Uh, some were coming to believe in another. They were converted. Okay. No, that's the wrong place. All right. Somewhere in here, it is it is it, it is indicated that um, punishment is for those of other religions. That's not true. That, that simply is not true. Punishment is for hypocrites because they were dangerous people. Hypocrites. Uh, that is it, the punishment in the hereafter for hypocrites, okay, and for those who are not just rejected, Christians rejected, Jews rejected, okay, but not only not just rejected, but rejected and 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 thought uh, um, uh, to you know made efforts to prevent others from accepting the faith or learning the faith. Um, that, so those people, yes. But, of course, he took Islam um, to, to the Christians. And, um, they, they, you know, their, their attitude in most cases was, well, you know, we're fine. And he was fine with that. You know, that's in the hands of God. The same with Jews. We're fine. Of course, there were some Christians and and some Jews who did become Muslims, but it was not a matter of of the sword, you know. Okay, Uh, I will I will stop there, and let's see if I have any. No, I don't. All right. So. We will continue next week with um, uh, more discussion of the Middle Ages. Very, very, I think I'm pretty much done with uh, the treatment of the authors, <laughs> the treatment of, of Islam. We'll go, we'll, 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 we'll go into uh, uh, you know other matters uh, having to do with the, uh, the, the the Dark Ages, the Middle Ages. Um, and uh, again, I would certainly like for someone to come on and read the read read the you know the histories you know some history of Islam and uh, and uh, uh, and so and, and and anyone who wants to participate in the show in any way, um, the information you need is at the, my landing page six zero seven two zero six nine seven dot com one more time six zero seven two zero six nine seven two zero dot com so with that um shalom salam so long thank you so much